with Back to Spoken Word Diaries. I'm Eloise. I'm Yoko. And I'm Lori. I got my mom into Harry Styles. I'm just going to start with that. What song? Um, first, we were listening to Golden. Apparently, it's a song that existed like in the 80s, and he did a remix of it. Really? Really? I don't know. She said a name. I don't remember. But she was like, it sounds good. And then we listened to Waterman Sugar, and then we listened to Treat People with Kindness, and then we listened to Kiwi, and then we started watching the Carpool Karaoke's. I love man. him. She couldn't believe that he was in One Direction. She was like, that's so different. Happy birthday, Eloise. Oh, thank you. What did you do today? Uh, I went to school. Well, I went to half of school, and then Jazaria came by, and she brought sweets, and we ate them, and we kind of just had like a dance party in my room, and then we went out and took some pictures, and I came back home, and then my parents left for like three hours without any warning. They're just gone, and they came back. We had dinner. We had like this little birthday thing, and now I'm here. It was really chill. How do you feel about turning 18? It doesn't feel real. Like, I feel like this is fake. Like, today's fake. Like, it's not, I'm not 18. I'm just 15, and I'm imagining all of this. But I've always felt like an old person anyway so it's like now I can fit into like my old mentality but I don't know it's weird well I am officially the youngest podcaster now <laughs> imagine I'm really 17 like, it came it hit me today I was like damn I'm really still 17 out <laughs> Like, wow, like, I'm just like, I'm jealous of my 18-year-old friends. I'm, like, kind of ready to be 18. I hope I feel different when I turn 18. I really do, because that's, like, an age I'm looking forward to. I always get super sad on my birthday, and it's just, like, I can't help, like, always feeling like I want to cry. Like, I just get sad on my birthdays. It's just, like, aging, aging isn't, yeah, it's not really a choice. You can't choose to age. It just happens when it happens, and you can't stop it. Yeah. So it's just, like, very helpless, but it's, like, I'm trying to enjoy the day. But there's also so much attention around, like, your birthday that it's just, like, okay, I just want it to be a normal day, you know? No. <laughs> I don't feel that way, actually. You like the attention? I guess I do. I don't know. Like, people from France were hitting me up saying, because, like, in France, 18 is, like, turning 21 here. So it's, like, a pretty big deal over there. And so I was, like, reconnecting with people. My birthday is always a reason to, like, not reconnect with people I forgot, but I guess, like, you know, start a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't want to start a conversation. And this is why you're socially awkward, Yoko. I'm not socially awkward. Yes, you are. Lori, am I socially awkward? I don't think you're socially awkward. I think you tend to be, um, I wouldn't say, I don't know. I don't think you're socially awkward. I just think that, 
don't know. You're so social you can say you can say weird things sometimes. Like you can say things that might other people like us, of course it's okay with us because we're like, okay, that's just Yoko. But like if you said that to somebody that we're hanging out with for the first time, they may look at her like, Is she okay? Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think you're socially different. I wouldn't say you're awkward. Well it could be awkward, I guess. Just different. Socially quirky. Quirky, Stop. yeah. Thank you for that connotation. Quirky has been turned into a bad, there's a bad association with quirky, but you're socially quirky. Like, I hate that. Don't ever say that to me. You're like, conversation, conversations don't like go like this with you. They're like, oh wait, they can't, they can't see what I'm doing. Basically it's like, or like way over here and then way over here, but like, it's unique. It's unique. Okay. But some would people you... don't understand it. Okay. Would you, are you the type of person to go up to someone and just start a conversation? Or no? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like online, yes. But like physically, like in person, I don't think so. Like if someone were to approach me, I'd be able to jump into a conversation unless they're like, you know, just delivering a one-liner, but I don't think I would just go up to someone like, hey, how's your day? For me, it's a little different. I wouldn't say that I could do it, like, all the time, but, like, if I see something, I usually can start a conversation off of, oh, I like your hair, or, oh, wow, like, I love that band, and you're wearing their t-shirt, and then I can, like, spark a conversation from that. Like, if somebody has something on, or I notice something physically about them that I like, like or enjoy or I think is unique. Then I walk up to them and be like, "Oh, hey, that's really cool." And I can start a conversation from there. Has anyone ever like gone up to you and been like, "Oh, you're so pretty," just like a stranger? Not for me. Not necessarily like walked up to me, but like if I'm like in a gro- like if I'm at the grocery store and my mom and we're like checking out, they're like. Well, wow, like, I can't tell which one's the mom, which one's the daughter. Y'all are so beautiful. Look at how young you yeah. are. Right? Oh, my like, God. It would be it like that type of thing. Yeah. What about you, Chloe? Um, there have been, little, like, little kids at work who've been like, you're so pretty, or something like that. Or, like, coworkers being like, oh, you're just so pretty, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think, like, a stranger has ever come up to me. Unless, like, I'm wearing something that's, like, really different. Like, I'm wearing, like like an extravagant dress or whatever. Like I came back from church and I look all fancy. Like, oh my gosh, I love your outfit. You're so pretty. Or like my hair is different. But not just me as me and just coming up saying that. You? Does that make you sad? I mean, like the same thing. Like if I'm especially like dressed up or like wearing makeup, I'll get like a compliment or two. But if I'm just like normal me, then it's like I kind of just blend in since I look like everyone else. But does that make you sad that like, the quote-unquote the normal you doesn't like draw attention no i mean it's in the adjective normal you like you're gonna get normal reactions if you're extravagant you're gonna get extravagant reactions it doesn't necessarily make me sad um what was i gonna talk about what's the deal with army hammer being a cannibal 
I've heard so much like about Army Hammer's like TikTok about how his sister or something, like how his family is like, like how his granddad was like a like went to jail. Like I've heard so much Army Ham- Hammer stuff without actually knowing who even Army Hammer is. Really? Wait a minute. Arm and Hammer as in like detergent deodorant Arm and Hammer? No. Arm and the actor. <laughs> okay. Arm and Hammer as the actor. Who is that? I was like, are they talking about like the no. detergent? Arm and Hammer from Mirror Mirror. Uh, Man from Uncle. Call Me By Your Name. What else has he been in? Um, he's been in more stuff. But he's, he's a... I'd have to see him. Hang on. I'll pull up a photo. But apparently he's being accused of being cannibal? I don't know. It's very strange. Is he even a good actor? Or is he likable? He's very likable. Like, he was never really problematic. He was in The Social Network. He was in... Yeah, okay, okay. Um, there's an E! News headline that says Army Hammer's ex-Page Lorenzo details their polyamorous BDSM relationship. And hmm. apparently... Um, let me see. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. There's, like, also... um. Like, like stuff about how he didn't respect like safe words and how he would have like instruments and use his hands and bite his ex-girlfriend's body. Interesting. Hmm. So um, this man um, likes to um, you know eat human beings basically. Um. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> Uh, right then, that's uh, that's different. <laughs> wow. Is Call Me by Your Name even a good movie? Honestly, no. <laughs> it's the it's the cinematics of the movie that's like really beautiful. Like it's shot in a beautiful way, but like it's I'm gonna get so much hate for saying this. Oh my goodness. But I feel like the movie is just so slow paced and it's just really glamour glamorizing Italy. It's shot so beautifully and it's like the scenery is beautiful and I'm sure that city in Italy top tier. But I think the hype is really just the fact that it's like uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet and um like, it looks like a, a vacation promo for, like, Italy. Like, it's so beautiful. And... Wait. Call me by your name. That just made me think. And you said Timothy Chalamet. Wait, okay, you know what I'm trying to say. Is he the other guy that's in that movie? Like, the main guy like that's the in the movie? Like, the older one, yeah. Yeah, that's, like... Mm-hmm. How oh. old are they in the movie? Like, I don't get it. Like, why is Timothy Chalamet, who looks like he's 15-year-old... With this grown man? That's yeah, what I was thinking. Like, what? What's the plot? <laughs> Yeah, I have never seen it either, but I always meant to watch it. The is plot, he in the movie? Well, it's also a book. People say that the book is much better than the movie. But the plot of the book is basically about... It's like a coming-of-age story. You know, some student in university, he's coming to this place in Italy to study an internship with his professor. And the professor's son 
he kind of builds a relationship with the professor's son, the son who's played by Timothy, who was supposed to be, I think he was 17 when they shot the movie. No, he was 17 when he auditioned. I think he was like 18 or 19 when they shot the movie, which is like people were saying that the age gap is really weird because even the story, the kid is supposed to be 17 and like the dude is supposed to be 25. But um, yeah, it's just a love story between them, but it's really... I don't know. It, I don't it know. seems like it's fetishized a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But Timothy Chalamet has sex with a peach in the movie, so. Ew. Ew. He has sex with a what? Viewer discretion. A peach? a peach? A peach. A peach. A peach. He's stuck it in a peach, though? <laughs> what? Like, did they show it? I mean, they show some things, but they don't they don't show like exactly that, but it's innuendo. A very good innuendo. Speaking of sex and scenes. Yep. Bridgerton. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. I've seen the first episode. I'm gonna seen the first episode. At first I was a little lost on the first episode, I was a little confused and it was extremely long, so I was like, um, I'm lost. But as it goes on, it gets good. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, gets Bridget good. It was really good. It was extremely good. Extremely I love good. period pieces. They're so good. But this one is just like, it's very like Gossip Girl. <laughs> it's like Gossip Girl in a period piece along with a lot of raunchy scenes. But I love the aesthetic. But the main girl, like, I, Daphne, I think her curls are so annoying that every time she talks, I keep staring at them. Like, why do they make her curls like that? I can't watch the first episode because of it. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer, like, when she wears, like, even, like when she wears her hair, like, down when she's just going to bed. I don't know. But that's how yeah. they were back then. That's how the hair I know. Too. so ugly. That's like, girl. The, that's what the trend was back then, Yoko. What are you going to do about it? I can't, I can't focus. focus. It's, it's like, like literally all I stare at, at like when I'm watching the first episode. episode. I really, okay. okay. Did, Did you know that every furniture in that show was like made specifically for the show? Like made yeah. all, everything is specifically for the show, which is so impressive, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I had watched an interview of them and they literally was like, they had to be extremely delicate with the furniture because it was all like it could break at any moment. This is one big budget movie, but it was a good show. And I'm so happy that, oh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's watching it and they're like listening. So you know what? We're not, we're not a spoiling podcast. If, if you need a good book to read, please read On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean, I think his last name is Bong. But it is so good. It is literally like, it, made, it makes me almost cry several times in the book. It's, like, so beautifully written. And every time I, like, read, like, the sentences, it's, like, the metaphors are so perfectly crafted and so descriptive. Let me read you something from it. It's so, I love it. I love it so much. Okay, hold up. He was a boy breaking out and into himself at once. That's what I wanted, not merely the body, desirable as it was, but its will to grow into the very wall that rejects its hunger. 
Then I wanted more. The scent, the atmosphere of him, the taste of French fries with peanut butter underneath the salt on his tongue, the salt around his neck from the two-hour drive to nowhere, and a Burger King at the edge of the country. A day of tense talk with this old man, the thrust from the electric razor he shared with that old man. How I would, how I would always find it in his sink, in its sad plastic case, the tobacco, the weed, and cocaine on his finger, mixed with motor oil. All of it accumulating into the after scent of wood smoke hot and soaked in his hair, as if when he came to me, his mouth wet and wanting, he came from a place on fire, a place he could never return to. It's so good. Like, literally, the entire book is very sad in a way, but it's very, like, it has, like, elements of, like, real life into it, which are just, it's so good. I can't, I can't even, like, it, you have to read it. You have to read it. It's, it's beautiful. Wait, so, like, what's the synopsis of it? Like, what's it about? It's basically, like, the entire book is a letter to his mother. It's written in second person. It's about, like, being um, a Vietnamese immigrant. Like, his mom has, like, traumatic war past. And it's, like, gener energetic generational trauma, which is passed down to even him. And it's about him falling in love with this guy named Trevor, which doesn't really end up well and trevor kind of personifies anything like everything he can't ever be like very all-american very like white very like very like american to the point where the main character never can be and trevor kind of like just slips by him in a way that's like really tragic and sad at some part of the book he's just he writes this re like it's half poetry and half like prose it's it's like a poet writes a novel basically it sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. From the passage you read. It sounds beautiful. It's really sad at some parts, too. But what's really interesting is it opens kind of with his mom. Like, his mom basically beat him when he tried to, like, teach her how to read because she can't read, and that made her felt, like, feel inferior, in a sense. So the entire book is written in English. A letter she will never be able, like, a letter she cannot read, you know? Mm. Okay, Miss Curl. Per. Deep analyst of a book. Okay. I read it now. I dare you to. What did you get for your birthday, Eloise? What did I what? What did you get for your birthday? For my birthday. Um, I got a pair of Vans. A new pair of Vans. What else did I get? My brother and sister got me like this little bag of candy. Um, what else? I see the bat. I see the gift bag right there, but like, it's slipping my mind. I got like a couple of gift cards, a necklace. Uh, what's in that box? It was like it's this book. Was there anything you especially wanted? Yes, I I did get a gift that I really really wanted. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is. I'm not gonna say what it is. Why? I no. But why? Was it that damn good? Right. Was it a car? <laughs> Did she get a whole house in her name? A penthouse suite? Don't worry about it. Moving on. She got her whole college fund paid for. <laughs> Moving on. That was her 18th birthday gift. Moving on. Speaking of college, how are you guys feeling with like this period between? you know, 
application season to now like this waiting season. How does it make you feel? I am applying to Georgia. I have to apply to Georgia State tonight. Um, they, I have this panel that I need to go to where they basically like tell you like you know, if you got in. But for all my other schools, and especially the schools I really want to go to, like sometimes I'll just think about it out of nowhere. Like I'm driving in the car. I'll think about like, oh, I hope I get into Northwestern. I hope I get into USC. And then I'll worry and frantically, frantically like, think about it and obsess over it. But I have to stop doing that. It's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Lori? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I've been chilling. <laughs> She got in. If I'm being completely honest, I've been chilling. I've applied other places, places that I doubt I'll get into. So that's why I'm like, I'm chilling. I must stand entirely too high. So, uh, yeah, that's me right now. I'm just nervous about just going, though, in general. I'm just yeah. a little nervous about that. But It'll be okay. We'll be fine. We're going to do great. We're going to do great. Speak it into existence. We are going to do great. You're going yeah. to get into your top schools, Yoko. What if I don't? What if I don't get to any of them? No, no, no. Don't speak. You gotta manifest it. Don't I've been trying. Negative. You already put the negative thought into the atmosphere. No. It doesn't matter if it's a small doubt in your mind. Kill it. You're going to get into your top schools. Okay. I posted this TikTok at one point where it's like, um, I, I'll do that when I get into like, it's like all the schools I've been applying to, and it's like, I'll do that when I find out. And I deleted it immediately because I was like, it's too embarrassing if I don't get any of these. And I just do it. And it's just like rejection, 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 rejection. But that's not going to happen. I'm not manifesting it. I'm manifesting acceptances. There you go. There you go. I. <laughs> the fact that we still haven't had our mid year report sent to these schools is really like pissing me off. I emailed my counselor and she was like, um, the school will send your, rep- your media report when they're ready. What? How long is it going to be? Mine said you have to go through Naviance and you have to, not Naviance, you have to go through Parchment and pay for it. I was like, girl, I'm paying $5 for you to send my own report. Oh my God. Yes. Literally my counselor. Counselor, I think I promise you I have the worst one. I promise you. She's the worst. She's literally no help. She literally told me the same thing about my transcript. Like before, like now recently and like um like a month or two ago, she was like, Yeah, like the only other option I have for you is going on parchment and paying for it. So I mean, yeah, I did it, but it still pissed me off. Like, why can't you just it's a document and you have it. Why can't you send it? They're really trying to make money off of us. Like, what? We are not their money bag. I am sick and tired of all these things costing money. It costs money to send the form saying why I need money for school. It is it your costs... job to. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where is their fucking personal piggy banks? literally no you know what this is why this is why education used to only be for the wealthy because the whole thing is a scam they just profit off of students i'm upset and like the way that my counselor responds so passive aggressively too i was like 
hey, I hope you're well. Do you think you could please email my uh, make your report to just these two schools? Literally, just two schools. No, go through Naviance. Have a nice day. What? No, go through Naviance. Have a nice day. You should not be having that attitude if you're a counselor. I mean, like, have a nice day. That's not bad. But, like, you get a whole retirement plan. You know? Exactly. It's not, it's not, it's, it's a difficult job, but it's not like you're out there building houses. Yeah. Sometimes I genuinely wonder, like, is it just our school? With, um, I wouldn't say a terrible counseling department, but just not the most considerate or helpful or caring counseling department. I, I genuinely wonder, because actually, no, I think it is just our school, because my friend that goes to Druid Hills says that her counselor is a little more helpful. So I'm like, um, maybe it's just my school. Maybe our counselors will like literally it. not tell us, you know, how to do something. And then we ask and they'll be like, no, that's not how that's done. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. We're not done with this conversation. Come back here. Come back to your computer. Finish typing. Right? Oh my gosh. Once it's all over, I'm saying I'm not going to be one of those people who comes to every single football game after graduating. This is school's weird. I don't care. I'm going. I refuse. Go ahead, Yoko. I just said I refuse to peak in high school. Remember that girl, Yoko? I don't think you were in our class when we had a push in 11th grade. I think you had him, but not that period. But this, well, she might have came from your class, too. It was a girl. She came from college. I think she said she went to Emory, I think. And she literally had said, like, told oh, us, yeah. yeah, the counseling department here is so shady. Like, she said it exactly oh. like that. She literally said it exactly like that in front of our main man and everything. She was like, the counseling department here is so shady. Like, they were no help. They never helped me. I don't know if they're still the same way. And I want to be like, yes. They're exactly the same way. I think they're overworked because my counselor was telling me about how like we they need more counselors, but the school publicly like I mean, like purposefully does not give them like more counselors, so they're like stretched thin from what I'm told. But I I'm not a counselor, so I don't know. So why won't they give them more counselors though? Is it like a pay thing? I think or... it's a pay thing. Most likely, yeah. It's cheap. It's tougher. DeKalb County. DeKalb County. I love how we started our podcast not mentioning, you know, where we go to school, what county we live, DeKalb County. <laughs> Ugh, whatever. If I go, honestly, if I don't get into my top schools, it's because of DeKalb County. I'm not blaming anything else. I'm blaming the county. Ridiculous. Brutal honesty moment. What's, what's your, your worst flaw? My worst flaw? Yeah, what's like your worst flaw? I'll start. Mine is my own cynicalism. Sometimes I don't even say that, right? Sometimes I'm so overly critical of everything and myself that it drives me to the brink of sadness and anger. Nice. I see it a little bit. You're very hard on yourself. But lately, I've just accepted the fact that I don't need to be extraordinary. I can be normal, and that's perfectly okay. 
some people find normalcy like a privilege like some people literally want to have a house and want to have a dog want to have kids and that's their like paradise because of all like the trauma and everything traumatic around them that that's their solid point of peace so literally being middle class literally literally making minimum wage not minimum wage but you know just being a normal person having a normal house having normal things having a normal car it's it's not bad you know Mm. even if it's not you want it's not the worst thing to ever exist and I feel like people, including my former self, need to stop acting like that's a nightmare when there's so many other worse things out there. Preach, sis. Go off. Um, she snapped. <laughs> I think my biggest flaw is how sometimes I'll obsess on something and I'll obsess on it so great to like the point I can't think about anything else I can't do anything else like even mentally physically like I just they'll they'll be the only thing that will be running through my mind for like days weeks even like months and I'm trying to like let it go and when I say like obsess over something like it could be really anything it could be um like I could be really obsessed with trying to get all my grades to be like an A or I could obsess about a book to the point where I just keep rereading it and rereading it and rereading it to the point where I don't even like sleep anymore or same thing with like a show or a movie or you know an actor or whatever like I'll obsess on something and it'll control me and I want to get better at just like having a little bit more balance and not being so obsessed over one thing I don't know if that's my greatest flaw because I have a lot of flaws, but that one right there definitely ticks me off. Have you obsessed over like a real life person that you know personally that you're friends with or were friends with? Not like a celebrity. No, I don't think I've really obsessed over like a person in my life. Not to the point, not like obsession of my like you know my bad obsessions but no not like a person in my life I've always obsessed over like an actor or a musician really really bad but not a person in my life Lori I'm going back and forth between two right now I'm trying to pick one that I think is bigger I think I'll pick this one okay I think maybe I have a problem with that can tend to really like hinder me in life with controlling my emotions like if i feel something i feel it hard and then when i feel it hard i don't know how to contain it like i can't not express it if that makes sense like it has to come out of me like if i'm angry that person has to know i'm angry if i'm sad the whole world has to know i'm sad like if my mom is saying something i disagree with and it's upsetting me, she has to know I'm upset. Like, I have a thing with needing my emotions to be heard. I think I need to control that sometimes. That's the Cancer Sun and Cancer Moon. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, she's not even a Cancer Moon. Oh, yes. Guys, found out I'm not a Cancer Moon. It honestly kind of broke my heart. You're a Pisces Moon. No, I'm a Scorpio Moon. (gasps) Wait, we're all Scorpio We're all Scorpio Moons. New podcast name, Scorpio Moons. <laughs> <laughs> Our spoken word diaries. We don't need any more. 
Yeah. Maybe that's why we're all like, you know, what does this mean? <laughs> it means that maybe that's why we're all drawn to each other. It's the collective Scorpio moon energy. What's, What's your, your risings? Mm, I think mine is Libra. I'm an Aries rising. I forgot what I am. Wait, hang on. I wrote it in my notes. She has to go to her notes. She doesn't even know it off the top of her head. Right. Bitch. Bitch. I'm not Yoko. I'm not like into a like to that point. Oh. Oh wait, y'all. I lied. I'm not. I flipped them. I'm not a Scorpio moon. I'm a Libra moon and a Scorpio rising. Girl, you're not even part of the podcast anymore. Me and Ellie. <laughs> We made our own Scorpio. I flipped them. <laughs> You're not included anymore. Bye. Sorry. I'm a Capricorn rising. Oh, okay. I don't like Capricorn. Me neither. Yeah. Girl, you're a whole Capricorn. Stop. I don't like other Capricorns. I'm the exception. Here's my problem with Capricorn. They're all so, like self-centered in a way they don't even realize like not everything has to be about you and your success like let it go you do not have to be that special shining star in everything just let it go i'm an evolved capricorn because okay. i realize this okay no i agree no i agree 100 percent with you like every capricorn that i've been friends with one of them i was like really good friends with and we just did not work out like we cannot we will bump heads all the time i'm not even gonna get into it but we just cannot work out I, and after that i was like mm, i got a funny taste in my mouth about capricorns and there was another one that came along that i met she sort of got some similarities to the first one so i'm like nah, i'm kind of over capricorns besides you yoko capricorns are over party they do not need to exist exterminate every single one of them that's a bit extreme but a little bit extreme genocide Sorry, Marjorie and Lucian. Dang. <laughs> Coming for my brother and sister. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe they'll grow into their Capricornness, but like they don't give me Capricorn vibes. I mean, they are like children. Yeah, they'll maybe they'll grow into it. They're pretty young. What vibes do they give you right now? I don't know. Spices. Yeah, they give me. Honestly, they kind of give me Aquarius vibes. Yeah, kind of. Very like airy, like fairy children. I see it. Okay, I see it. What is okay? What's your favorite sign, and what's the sign that you hate the most? And we're not generalizing people for listeners. Whatever sign you are, this is Unless not a Unless you're hate. Capricorn, we're generalizing you. This is a hate video for Capricorn. But also, Yoko is a Capricorn, so do not, do not unfollow us. Do not rate us one star. No, but seriously, which one? I don't like Geminis. Okay. I just don't like Geminis. But I really like um, Aquarius. I like Aquariuses and Taurus. I like Aquarius, Taurus, Pisces, and Libra. Those are my favorites. And then I like surprisingly get a lot with Cancers. 
<laughs> okay. Hello. I love Tauruses. I get along well with Tauruses. Um, and I, I like, yeah, I like Aquariuses too. I've actually met quite a few Aquarius lately, and I've been like really liking them. And I'm trying to think, is there any other ones I really like? Pisces, I guess sometimes. I've had a lot of exes that are Pisces though, so I don't know if that means I love them or I hate them. But <laughs> as for a sign that I hate, like number one, Aries. I'm not like Aries at all. Hotheads. Hotheads. Like they're, I feel like they're very temperamental. And my brother's an Aries. My one of my exes an Aries. One of my ex best friends is an Aries, and I just feel like they all have similar traits that I just don't necessarily care for. Hmm. Me? Um, I think I get really, I go, I get along with Tauruses a lot. My best friend's, a, my best friend is a Taurus and all Tauruses that I've met, pretty top tier. I also like Cancers. Like, I get along with them. Pisces. I'm going to have to say Capricorns because, like, half of my family are Capricorns. And I get along with them. But I see what you're talking about, Yoko. The whole... Yes. Yeah. I Oh, and I see it in another person that we know, too. Okay. And am I the only one that didn't understand it? <laughs> and ones that I don't get along with, I don't know. I'm not sure just yet. I feel like I, the Libras. I'm not sure I really get along with Libras that great. And who's like a Libra we know? The way we're mouthing, we're like mouthing words with people we know. Yeah, just so we don't call anyone out. But yeah, Libras can have a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, wait, wait. I missed it. Yeah, but besides that, I think I get I get along with everyone else. Also, Eloise, I saw your papa. He came into my work and bought some burgers. Her mom called. And yeah. Said, I like to order a turkey burger. And then her brother literally got a plain burger with just cheese and the meat. How boring is that? That's my brother. He doesn't like pickles. He doesn't like tomatoes. He doesn't like lettuce. He doesn't like, he doesn't like a lot of things. So, and he just cheese, burger, bread. Ew. What is Marjorie getting on her burger? Like, like a normal person. Everything else. Yeah, did your dad, it's, it's, did your papa tip? I, I don't know. I wasn't there with them. Okay. Geez. My mom was like, she's like, guess who I just was on the phone with? I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yoko. I was like, why were you on the phone with Yoko? She's at Burger. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and she imitated you. And I was like, yep, that sounds like Yoko. What did I say? With the, the whisper, soft voice. Okay. Hi. I talk normal. 
I was so scared. You have like a little whisper voice, like yeah, especially on Zoom calls. It's like ten times worse. Literally. Um. Well, I think that that's literally you. You have this whisper, like on Zoom, on any sort of call, class call. Like I can barely hear you. I turn on my captions because of you, because I cannot hear. That is a compliment. I'll take that. (laughs) Go ahead, take it. But um, go ahead. I'm saying it. Oh yeah. Okay. So your papa was just standing there. He got his food. I was like, if anything's wrong, I hope they do not blame me. If there's a tomato on a burger, do not blame me. I village burger put a damn tomato on my burger once. And I was having biscuits. I was so damn mad about the tomato. I hate tomatoes on any sandwich. Like I just do not like it. I feel like it makes the sandwich soggy. I don't like, like, okay, tomatoes don't really chew well. You know what I mean? Like, the bite doesn't really, like, if you put tomatoes on a burger, you either take a bite and the whole tomato comes off, or you take a bite and there's no tomato. It's like the balance is, like, messed up. Same with lettuce. Lettuce kind of, like, throws everything off. You know? No. I actually really like tomatoes, and I love lettuce. And maybe it's just you don't know how to take a bite. I don't like I like I like the difference in textures in my burger. I don't know. I haven't had a burger in so long. And yet you work there. You work at a burger joint. Like I always get everything lettuce wrap. Lettuce wrap or I just get like a sandwich. I don't like burgers. I had a lettuce wrap hot dog the other day. Disappointing. I don't know. That doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't sound that like doesn't appetizing. Sound right. <laughs> it's so I don't like hot dogs in general, and then thinking about them wrapped in lettuce, I'm like, Mm-mm. what were they thinking? I've been having like a mushroom phase too. Appropriate. Yeah, mushrooms are so good. Mushrooms are. Have you have you ever tried like a big mushroom that's stuffed with stuff inside of it? Like a portobello like, mushroom. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, yeah. And then, like, like you can stuff it with, like, cheese and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, stuff inside of it. It's actually really good. I feel like I did when I was, like, I feel like a while ago. But not recently, no. But you know what I've been into? Eating bagels. What? Yeah. I love bagels. I've been oh into, like, eating bagels a lot. I don't think I've had Cinnamon one. raisin bagels. You never had a, me too, Elvis, and that's all my mom buys is cinnamon raisin bagels with the strawberry cream cheese. <laughs> but Yoko, you never had a bagel before? I don't think so. Oh, it's goodness. just bread. Like, what's so special about it? I don't know. Something about, I mean, okay, don't let a baker hear you because I think there's, it's like a different way you bake it or whatever, but um, I don't know. Like, bagels, it's just lighter than bread, but. It still kind of has that same satisfaction, that cream cheese, or like an every a New York everything bagel, oh with salmon, cream cheese, chives, a little bit of olive oil on top, put some capers. Oh. Now I've never had everything bagel, but I've wanted to try it. Like what? Like is it like an oniony taste? Yeah, it's very savory. Is it better than croissants? No. 
I have a criticism on croissants. They need more butter flavor. The butter flavor needs to be stronger. You still you need to come over here and try our croissants because they're really good. And I think if you taste them, you'll taste the butter flavor because I think that they're really buttery. Where do you get croissants? I think I might be going to France this summer. What? Yeah. Whoop whoop. Are you excited? Just turn eighteen. Gonna go hit the liquor store in France. I'm kidding. But you know. <laughs> I think we're gonna end the podcast episode right here, guys. Since it's 45 minutes. Thank you so much for listening. Um, make sure to check us out on Instagram at Spoken Word Diaries. Once again, I'm Eloise. I'm Yoko. I'm Moriel said Abdullah the third. The third? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not oh, I was like, then when? I thought you were like the first or something. I am the first. <laughs> number one. Never number two or three. Number one. <laughs> Till next episode. Bye, guys.